0: what's up everybody welcome back to millionaire voices today i have a really inspiring guest that i've been able to cross paths with that really align with our vision to help entrepreneurs and build a high performance company vince hill is the founder and ceo of income generating consultants he's built this company through the vision of helping entrepreneurs and growing your business through his experience and we're so excited to hear about his journey to success and really what principles, strategies, and things he's learned along his journey to reach this performance that he's at right now. So without further ado, Vince, welcome, man.
1: What's up, Danny man? Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: It's an honor, man. It's a blessing. It's it's really a matter of just timing. And and that's why I believe we cross paths. And you know, a shout out to start this show, Gerard Adams an amazing mentor somebody who's i've been able to link up with and see his real realness and uh his leadership and everything that he's doing man it's so inspiring and it's been able to actually allow us to you know reach each other and and um i'm looking forward to hearing you know what we already talked about and then you telling everybody what your story is so i guess let's just get right into it man and and say what inspired you to, to go this direction in your life, man?
1: Um, what inspired me to start a business was really came from a pain point. I think that all of us uh, we either have a desire or we have a pain point that initiates our journeys. Um, you know, uh, as you know, it's it's a journey. It's a it's it's not a destination. It's an adventure, and um, that's all it's been uh, for me. I, I think that. You know, I think especially today, I think this this uh, episode is very important. I think this uh, this podcast is important in this journey to talk about it because I think a lot of us, and, and Gerard definitely helped me kind of conceptualize, not saying it wasn't there. I think we all knew it was there. The unmasking ceremony um, was huge. Uh, and for those who aren't familiar, it pretty much is to expose all the masks that we unsubconsciously wear in today's society because everything is based off of you're a millionaire or you're an entrepreneur you are you you own a car this you know and really it's about like me and you talk Danny um I respected who you were I like how you carry yourself and I think it's safe to say that that was the same otherwise I wouldn't be on here um I feel that connecting with people we need to as great as social media has uh, given us the platform and the ability to connect with people, I think it's disconnected us as well because uh, a lot of us are going through a mask of what we put up there. And so, where my journey got started, it started with being uh, behind the desk, you know, um, and following society's uh, standard role model, going to school. I, I was born uh, in red brick buildings in, in a project neighborhood. Um, pretty rough area, um, surrounded by gangs, surrounded by different things. But most importantly, it, it wasn't the, the gangs and, and all the stuff that I seen growing up. It really was the untapped potential. Saw so greatest talents, basketball, different sports, right? And usually what I saw was, you know, there was two ways of, you know, um, the, the quote unquote ways of making it out. It was either school or sports. Without, you know, getting involved in that lifestyle. And, you know, I wanted to show people that you didn't have to sell drugs. You didn't have to do certain things that everyone else was doing in order to get there, right? So fast forward, I went through the the model, model, citizen way of getting out. Went through school academics and all that and sports. And I had to make it work. So I went through school, all that good stuff. Played football, you know, one stage back to back and, you know, I learned a lot of great things from that. However, after I got through school, because most of the journey was what people tell you what you can and can't do, what you shouldn't and shouldn't do. Right. And so I got into college and I remember barely getting in. I got in off the merits of this program that changed my life. It was called the EOP program, Educational Opportunity Program. Right. And literally, it was like a summer boot camp of, you know, pretty much working your way up to get into admission to the school. And so you're working day in, day out. They got a whole schedule printed out for you. Um, and literally, uh, what was it? Um, there was a lot of resources. So I got exposed to all these different resources on, uh, on, on campus that most people were coming in didn't have. Similar, like people who start their business and they don't know the resources that exist because they don't go looking, or they overlook them by reading every book, reading every YouTube, and or watching so you were, every YouTube. So you were looking,
2: was,
0: you were looking at the way that you can grow quickly in school. You were looking for that type of club or membership. Like you were hungry for it. You were out there put your mind on what you wanted to, to attract and and, uh, and learn.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Like so, like in that program, you know, because the story could get long, but I'm gonna fast forward. So after school, uh, I went through, um, I went through a lot of different obstacles. Ended up getting into this prestigious company, working with the states doing auditing, Mm. and uh, I got into this very prestigious uh, firm at the beginning of my career. Mm. You know, um, a big four accounting firm where I performed audits for publicly traded companies and private companies. I also worked with the government performing audits.
0: Let me let me, let me me stop you there and, and ask you a question on w- what you did with that, because that, that's a very, very important growth that, uh, that you've learned, because that, that's big business, man. Tell, tell us a little bit about what auditing is for businesses and, and what that journey looked like.
1: So this is where my exposure came to what I do today. Everything's a system. Growing up in that neighborhood's a system. It's meant to keep you in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you make a certain amount of money, your rent goes up. Um, that's why it's a project. Um, and you get in the middle class, you realize that's a system. And then you everything's system. So auditing is pretty much evaluating the strengths of processes of something going wrong. So it's like a reactive approach. Let me evaluate your performance, right? And so we were working 80-hour-plus weeks. This company was making billions of dollars. And I remember getting a $500 bonus for my contributed 80 hours. in. I remember, you know, um, after going through so many different things, it was a great experience. I got the network and stuff like that, you know. But, like, and I was exposed to people from upper management to the lower-level employees. So I got exposed to a lot of different things at an early age. The thing that was tough, though, was I was making money, but I didn't have the time to enjoy it. And so, like, it was like I felt like I was feeding my soul away because I knew I couldn't get my youth back. And I think that a lot of people burn themselves out in jobs and stuff. And so just going back to the story I told you and where I started, Mm -hmm. I thought this was the right way. You know, I, I did everything. I grinded out in college work my way through all the obstacles and then mm-hmm. I get in here. And so, like, I'm noticing I felt like an outsider, man. Um, I honestly didn't know, you know, like I didn't know what to expect. And what, so, how old
0: are you at this time? Hmm? How old are you at this time?
1: I was, man, um, what was I, 23, 22, somewhere around that age. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> So I was, I was pretty young. Um, I mean, I had other like prestigious opportunities, but this was by far the biggest one. I got it through networking. And so going through the politics of things and networking is what taught me a lot of things. So I created a system to even get different jobs. So my first system was writing up, uh, I had a resume and I had a catalog of people I would send it to, right? meaning like all the accounting firms and this, that, and the third. And I would type up this, uh, you know, this cover letter. I don't really do cover letters. I'll write a personal email. But I would just, you know, pretty much tweak it, test track and tweak it. So literally that became a model of systems. Then when I got into the the big four, I got a bigger exposure to systems where I'm evaluating it at the top for publicly traded companies. That's when I got exposed to a lot of things at an early age, all the corporate companies. I remember... You know, traveling and almost lost my life a few times, you know, uh, just from unsafe conditions and the amount of work you would do, uh, you know, and and things like that. Traveling, you know, everybody loves to be able to travel with a company, a corporate company, make it look cool on TV, like I thought. But then when you get in, it's not what you think. You're Mm -hmm. sleeping in that hotel and you're going in late and then you're doing it again. And that was the case for me. So anyway... So right at the top of here, and then I knew, I knew I had to get up. And so I'm trying to, I said I want to start a business. I knew I wanted to start a business. Actually, that Facebook movie actually sparks something because I approached two guys in college to start a firm. <clears throat> we we're in our junior year, or senior year. And I said, "How about how about we just create a firm? And they wanted to take the safe route to work a regular job. And I was like, you know what? Let me just do it. Because I just went and did a regular job and stuff. However, I was doing like taxes and stuff on the side. You know, getting money like that. Or I raised my standards because I hate doing taxes. So, I would always charge more than I was, you know, what other people charge. Because I knew what I was doing. But I didn't like doing it. Anything I don't like doing, I always charge more. Um, but like, uh, pretty much, I went to this company. I'm trying to escape. It's 80 hour plus weeks. And I couldn't, it it took a toll on my relationship, my personal life. I didn't have time for anything else. So if I'm going to put this much time into someone else's dream, and I was listening to a lot of self-help books on my way to work in traffic because I was traveling everywhere. And I don't know who's familiar with the tri-state area, but the traffic can be pretty brutal. Um, And I was just traveling everywhere. And um, it was great. I met some great people there. However... I knew that I needed to get out and I knew that I needed to take advantage. And I was listening to so many different books, and I got exposed to Eric Thomas, uh Peter Vogue, um, who else? Uh I got exposed to uh Peter Vogue, uh Les Brown, Eric Thomas, and I remember leaving that job to go somewhere else because I wanted to start my business. I said this is gonna be the the, the last job I work. So Long story short, I pretty much worked my way from the top down by sacrificing income and things like that so I can free myself because we say we want money, we say we want this, we say we want that. But truly, what I tell people is they want three things. They want these three things. I don't care what you do. You want financial freedom, you want flexibility, and you want a time. You want to control what you do, how you do it, with whom you do it, you know, versus where people tell you, this is what you're going to work on today, Vince. This is what you're going to work on today, Danny. Um, yeah, we don't need you for this many hours. Uh, another thing is they're putting salary caps. You know, this is how much you're worth. This is what we're going to pay you. And then you got to ask for time off. So people really want freedom. That's the new age, like, dream. I,
0: I, I would agree with you, definitely, on what you're saying. My thought, it comes down to it of, it comes, I guess, just fulfillment. If there is a system that works for people where they can just do what they love and a, in a some type of already constructed opportunity, that is alive and well still. But that new age mentality, I would agree with you, is what you're saying. When you have that tick in your body, then it is available, meaning it's not, not available these days, especially with so much technology and how things are evolving, and I would love to get even get on the clubhouse with you and, and start a room and stuff like that. There's so many different things. My my thought with what you said is, did you have any mentors like how you're thinking like this? I know you're listening. To, I mean, Eric Thomas yeah. shout out. How bad do you want it? I I love that video. I used to play that hundreds of times. You know, I'm mm-hmm. on. The, I was on that tip when I was locked in trying to get to that, those goals and dreams. But did you have any, like, mentors that were guiding you, too?
1: I did. Um, so this is this is part of the journey, like, of what happened. I remember there was this job I was at. And I remember driving past the graveyard every day. And I remember this episode. I would listen to YouTube videos as I'm driving. And Les Brown was talking about the cemetery being one of the richest places. And I felt like I was trapped, you know, and, um, and trapped behind, you know, again, that blindsided thing of, like what I talked about, every journey had its own thing. I was on the right path, but I think that society puts these barriers up, barriers up for us. And when you go through it, you get a different exposure. Uh, and so, anyway, I remember crying, shedding, you know, because I felt spiritually bankrupt you know, um, and not fulfilled. And so I got exposed from there. I said I needed to get out of this. Mm -hmm. I need to create. And I didn't know where to start. And so my first business of exposure started with um, creating a bookkeeping company. I didn't want to reinvent the wheel, as they Mm said. So I knew that I could sell that background with my prestigious, you know, accounting background and things like that. However, I noticed how tough this was. I noticed that starting a business was very tough, and most there's many people like me who are on their own, solopreneurs, just looking to get started. And so I have familiarity with systems and business operations and doing something known as walkthroughs, where you're walking through something from initiation to the end before it hits the financial statements, right? However, there's a – so there's quality and quantity. I learned that the quality of certain things as well. So that's another system, the experience. So I was going through the pain points of creating a business, right? And so I said, let me document this, right, so that I can go through different things. I went to entrepreneur.com and all that, and I tried to find a mentor, um and they wanted me to come with ten thousand dollars overnight in a couple of days i didn't have that money sitting like yeah i was making money but i was living paycheck to paycheck
2: yeah
1: i barely had money you know to get by i made some sacrifices i had a safety net however i did not want to touch that you know i think a lot of people get scared so my first mentor you know that i hired uh was one of many but definitely peter hugo which is a a friend of Gerard's yeah. and he Aye, helped me a unlock a lot of different things, like things that stick with me today. Like I'm, I'm so grateful for Peter and his guidance and, I, and even Gerard, you know, I, I spoke to Gerard before joining his tribe and stuff like that. And I, I remember speaking to him, like his energy was always amazing. um, And like I've spoken to him and he stayed consistent to what he was. All I see him was grow mentally and spiritually, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and like, those are the people that helped me and I invested in different things that he exposed me to, um, meaning Peter. And so like from there, that's where it all took, took steps forward. You know, I learned from those individuals
0: and that's, that's beautiful, man. And, and I'm so curious to turn up the volume right now and really start going full speed into where you're at and how you got to that level and where, and where income generating consultants is, where, where your vision is and you know, It comes down to that investing in you. And that doesn't have to necessarily be money, but really investing into you as somebody who wants that growth. And what does that mean? Well, the most important thing, most valuable thing is time because you don't know how much you get of it. So it really comes down to having that investing in your time. And then for me, if we want to talk abstract or about Investing in yourself, I spent six figures uh, in, in investing financially into my mental growth or knowledge. And and I'm blessed to cross paths and, and learn from Gerard, Ryan Blair, Jim Fannin, and Arby Barroso. He's been my business partner. It's just a matter of being able to show these people that you want to grow and fit the mold of how they can help you. Because the more wisdom you have, it will let your life to flow where you could reach your goals in business. And that's where I want to get these entrepreneurs listening right now to say, we got Vince Hill here. We got income generating consultants. We got someone who knows how to bring in income. He's told me about your auditing background. And where you've understood, which comes down to the financials, a huge department of the five pillars that we're going to talk about, which you have, we know, sales. My grandfather used to tell me the most important thing in business is sales, then marketing. Then you have no specific order, your operations, your finance, and your legal. But they're all very important. So what I want to move into, Vince, is I want to hear from you income-generating consultants, what you could offer? Where's where's the company at today? And like, how are you running this business? What's what's going on?
1: Sure. Um, pretty much the way it works is it's usually targeted towards um, people who are coachable, um, people who want to start a business. So usually people come to me when they lack resources, they lack time or resources. And you know, I used to think that it was just the resources. But it's really not. It really dives into that mental. And so those mentals, those standards and things like that, that I was able to get equipped with are things that you absorb as a sponge. However, I think today there's a lot of information overload. I've invested thousands and thousands of dollars as well into myself and my program and stuff like that. And so the way it started was one-on-one coaching, right? That's where I will coach people. And I still do that. I have people I grandfathered in, but I have different tiers. So I have a online accelerator Mm -hmm. um, that works with people literally step-by-step so that they don't have to go and get information overload because there's so much available. Because you can create a business plan, right? The thing is, it's just a plan. So I help people create business plans of actions and walk them through it. The only thing that they need to do is just show up. And I tell everyone I work with, you're the gas and you're the break to your journey. Mm-hmm. That's literally gonna determine how far you go. So I've started to raise my standards even higher to who I work with directly because you know how it is you know, nothing's perfect. Um, you're dealing with people. And so as long as you understand people, you should be able to build a business effectively. But fulfillment is a huge thing. That's why I was saying like autonomy is huge because Are you fulfilled with who you work with and what you're doing? Because you want to be happy. A lot of people can, you can easily build a job. You know what I'm saying? Like you can easily become controlled by your clients, controlled by their counterparts, you know, but when I coach, it's not working. I, I actually remember coaching for free. I would do this for free. And I have, however, I think when people invest like us, right, they invest, they they value it more so as far as where igc is today we're definitely on an upward project you know projection um of going forward however the biggest thing is making a greater impact so right now my focus is right now like i've told you is building up a tribe um i do coach one-on-one i do have an automated uh, program my cbs academy of business where pretty much to help you create a business, whether you have, a, you know, you're lost or you're somebody who, you know, has started a business and lost and it's just you. You're trying to figure your way out. Instead of just going and searching everything on the internet, it walks you through every phase of what you need. Or you're somebody who has potential, has a background like myself, or just works a regular job. I teach you how to scale that background or step into that passion. Whether it's building up a case study based off of a passion so that you can kind of build up an ammo and create a business out of that. Or somebody who has a work history. I don't care if you work that subway. Hey, you can start catering and create a lifestyle to turn into a vehicle so that you can buy your freedom. You're either doing what you love to open doors, or you're doing something that opens doors to what you love, is my
0: motto. I love that, Vince, man. You're you're really an inspiring and you know, really cool person. And I've seen you on Instagram and you're always promoting positivity and and I want to dig into that later on in the episode. To keep going forward on the business, what are some tips to run a high-performance business?
1: Sure. Um, systems. Everything, like I literally, when I say systems, I, don't, I think when I say systems, a lot of people get wrapped up in like all these gears and stuff and this very calculated person, but You're in a system. You can either be in a system of poverty. Usually, you stay in poverty. You could be in a system of middle class. Usually, stay there. You know, if you go to when you're when you're in a middle class, when you're behind the desk, and I, I talked about this in my channel. When I was in projects, when I was living in poverty, there were people giving me advice that were sitting on a porch, trying to tell me how to get off the porch, but they never left it. And then when there was people in middle class, they were telling me how to get past the desk, but they've never left behind it. So it's like they keep you stuck, complacency. And so I learned this from different mentors. The importance of talking to people with proven wastelands or talking to people who can relate to you that's on a journey. Because those people can only hold you back or pull you back. And usually it's people you love. So this is all a mental journey. You know, we have all the answers. The internet, you can simply Google anything. All the stuff that I have, all the stuff that you have, you could go find it on the internet. It's not hard. The thing is, you can't find the right people always. And that's the hardest thing in the journey of entrepreneurship. And I, I even don't, I dislike using the word entrepreneur. I, I call myself a creative because it's really about creating from within not Mm -hmm. from everything outside of you. Everyone's Mm -hmm. over-consuming. Everyone's constantly just jumping from idea to idea. You know, I remember Gary Vee said this. He said, an average idea will trump a brilliant idea any day that's acted upon. Because a lot of people stall. They're stalling to get the right answers. They're stalling to emulate everything else that exists versus being genuine and Mm -hmm. organically creating things. So a business is nothing more than a vehicle. That's all it is. Of fulfillment of autonomy to create a lifestyle but if your system is not well put together is not intentionally put together you're going to either end up creating a environment where it's like your job where your clients rule your company now you're reporting to people you got people to answer to you got to uh you, because people will speed the journey up like you got constituents and stakeholders that control this is why i will never go publicly traded ever because i've been there And I know what it does when you get into board meetings and all that stuff. And and you got those meeting and notes. I hate that shit. Excuse my French. But like it it passionately just it it drains it. It upsets me because I've been there. And so I think it's about being a rock star. It's about being free. And so I don't answer anyone. I know how to use the system. Like a lot of people, and I don't want to get into politics, are very stirred up about who leads this country, Right. But really, you gotta lead yourself. You can't put that much dictation in whoever is in front. Like, you know, Les Brown said this. You know, politicians do what is popular. Cowards ask what is safe, and your conscience will ask what is right. You gotta do what is right for you. You have to navigate what is right in your heart and where you want to go, not based off of what is popular. You know, whether we talked on Instagram, whether we talk on Clubhouse, there's always gonna be a new platform. Yeah, but. I think that the main thing is the content. What do you, what do you want to stand for in this market? You know, a lot of people, you know, I think that from my experience, people will get coached by the wrong person. And it's not to say they're, they're not great. But you got to choose people based off of principles and values. I was just listening to something um, earlier and he said principles don't respect people. They help you choose. They construct you. And so a system does the same thing. You know, your system will dictate how you get paid. It's not about what you get. It's about how you do it. That became the most important thing. Focus on what you want to do and then invest in the house so you can get there. And so Peter Vu helped me on Shape My Mind and all the other people about cutting your learning curve in half. And so that's the most important thing is. Not focusing on the how, but realizing that if you don't have an effective why, uh, how, then it's going to affect what you're doing. The why is the driver. The why is going to keep you driven. The what is kind of like little pinpoints. I don't, I don't believe in destinations, like maybe milestones and things like that. But the how is going to be the system that effectively dictates what you get. Yeah. So you can be controlled in time. You can't get that back. So. A lot of people think that they got a Gary Vee mentality, like, great, right, that's great. And I love Gary Vee. I met Gary Vee a few times and I heard him speak. Great guy. But a lot of people don't have the resources, the startup community, to push that type of stuff out there. They can't afford a you know, a cameraman, this, that, and the third. There's a lot of things I agree with. But when you're starting out, you're on your own and you you come across a lot of mental barriers. So it's important to create the system they you're you're so you're your so. so I could go on all yeah, day. I you're get a spitting.
2: You're day.
0: spitting nuggets, gold nuggets that entrepreneurs who are really gravitating to that mentality can learn so much from that. You know, to get even more specific, in talking about the business and the the marketing and what you do. To create sure. that type of you know business and, and and oversee your own business, what what does it take that you, you put all that together to create the, you know these products of coaching and all that? Like how does how does that work?
1: Effective systems. <laughs> so like literally having a process for everything. So like marketing, it's not rocket science. It's about connect. I do a so I have a two tier system and give you my secret formula of what I do. So. You can have followers and all that stuff, like right? It's not about that. You know, some people put popularity over fortune or over impact. My main thing is about making an impact to the right people, not just attracting any and everyone. I think when people, especially people I've coached, in the beginning, they're like, I want to be able to serve everyone. You can't serve everyone. You're on one side or the other, and you literally need to focus on talking to them. So what I do is... You see what i do i'm i'm putting a lot of content that will attract people they'll inbox me and we'll talk right They do ads as well um however that ad is to attract a specific person so i have a team that does does different things but they're usually the way that i've done the business is i have a process so when you put somebody in your business like if you have a marketing team if you have a branding team, like how you have videography, like I have processes so that that way I'm not dependent on anyone. If I need to perform it, I can perform it or I could easily replace it, you know, because um, when you work a regular job, you're just a resource in the cycle. You know, I've seen the process. So what I've done is I document all my processes. So legal infrastructure, right? How are you legally protected? Like what protects? A lot of people are scared to share their dreams. In the beginning, my friends are probably laughing. I had everybody sign an NDA, non-disclosure agreement. Um, and then I, I got a little bit more confident with sharing it. Uh, another thing is uh, your financial framework. How do you create a consistent cash flow? You know, How do you keep money coming in? How do you account for that? Um, and then your legal, like how do you set it up you structure-wise? Um, marketing and branding. So marketing is just a method of communication. That's all, but it's content. Um, just like I talked about, you can use Clubhouse, you can use Instagram, you use Facebook. Everyone has a different platform. The main thing is to go where your client, your ideal client is. You got to describe them before you get them mm-hmm. and really define what is their behaviors. Where are they hanging out at and how can you serve them? And so what I do is I connect with people organically. A lot of people give me referrals and I'll connect with people. But as far as who I get my time to directly, I'm very selective of who I will coach. So what I'll do is I'll qualify people by sending out a, um, a well-thought-out uh, sur- survey. You can use Typeform. So you use Typeform, and you have different questions or multiple choice to kind of get a personality idea of the person. And so pretty much based off of that, everything's automated. I outsource the apps, independent contractors, and, and so forth. So that's what's been led to the success of IGC is being able to have – well-established processes because once you start a business you don't have time to go back you don't have time to keep doing every last thing because once you're in the trenches and you're going you got to keep food on your table so a process is what's going to keep it going but i think a lot of people they rush their process in their journey mm-hmm. and so what ends up happening is they cut corners mm-hmm. and then it comes back to haunt them you don't know how many people i come across to have the ten thousand plus followers the three hundred thousand with the blue check mark that come and get coaching from me, they reach out to me. Those are the individuals that don't know how to monetize, but marketing is just serving. Who can you serve? Who can you communicate to and add an impact?
0: That's powerful, Vince. Yeah, man, it's uh, it really does come down to that how you're how you're looking at your business, and that's cool. So it sounds like you use what you mentioned to pretty much become a lead generation. You have a system of how you do your follow-ups. You use the right softwares that keep everything in line. And then you're able to go ahead and kind of just oversee your business as you're reaching your goals and, and growing your company. So,
1: And just to add in there really quickly, because I want to realize I don't believe in wearing all the hats. And I don't want that to get, you know, kind of buried in what I said. Mm-hmm. I use the right resources. So, for instance, I have a VA that communicates on my behalf messages that i create and then i give him i guide him just like a computer here's who we need to reach out to here's the target go on linkedin reach out to this many people in this amount of time and so he's overseas that that can save you money if you want to go on fiverr you connect with somebody overseas that's a great way to do it um and pretty much that's the that's what i do so like that's just an example giving like you have to Even if you bring a person in or you have a system, like you have to know and direct it, if that makes sense.
0: No, it's absolutely true. It it comes down to the fact of you being the visionary, but then there's people within the company that do work based on the vision. And there's a difference because people who are doing work, they can add their creativity, but it's under a direction of the visionary. And that's how the companies grow. And, And I feel like are you... So you're doing a lot of delegation now what is your vision for what you're get what you're doing right now you want to build this community out of entrepreneurs you have a digital product you want to talk a little bit about that
1: sure um the digital product is uh the cbs academy of business and cbs stands for nothing this the station it stands for create builds this thing which is the merits of my life and what I stand by. You gotta create the start. You know, a lot of times we think we need to consume the answer, when really you need to create it. You need to create the opportunities, not wait for it. Uh, Build is the growth. You need to build, you need to create the momentum, the growth. Are you watering the seeds that you have? So a business usually starts from the creation of a seed, and then now it's up to you to water it with the right nutrients, because you can kill a seed in the ground if you're not watering it the right way with the right nutrients. And then sustainability. That comes from uh, things I've seen. So sustainability is to maintain the momentum. How many times do we see people start a business and quit, you know, as soon as they don't get instant results? Or how many people I've seen get a new house and then it's foreclosed within the year, or get a new car and it's repossessed in the next six months? Um, It's about maintaining because it's easy to start something, it's harder to maintain it. You know this, like, you told me your journey and how it started with your company and how it got from hair to hair to hair. And it's like, you didn't stop and it just started going. You had to keep putting the input. So once you have a right foundation in your business, all you need to do is just continuously put the right input. So the more people you reach out to, the better growth opportunities you get. So like if I tell my VA and I instruct them like, hey, we need to reach out to this many people. I want you to reach out to 10,000 people. Obviously, that's going to take more time, and maybe I would need more people, but literally, he's reaching out to more people, which gives me more opportunities. You know, I'll be in meetings count- countlessly doing that, but I um, pretty much vet the people that coach 101 in the program along with my other team. Um, but as far as the program, the CBS Academy of Business, that is to help entrepreneurs, startups, solopreneurs, people who are aspiring entrepreneurs, create that foundation or reshape their foundation so that they can uh, focus on. All. That's when that Gary V mentality makes sense to go and go all in and pump in. You got to have the foundation. Otherwise, it's like yeah, building a house. And if you don't have that foundation, it's going to be plucked and it's going to fall apart. You know, things come up all the time in your journey. But the thing that has helped me is having a proper foundation where I don't have to start. Over.
0: So what are they going to get in that?
1: So they get, they get pretty much all the tools, um, walkthroughs. So I walk them through everything I would do as if I was coaching them one on one. Um, and pretty much what it does is instead of, so I deal with information addicts. I deal with dream catchers. These are people who are idea people. All they do is just get ideas. They, they deal with perfectionism. That was me. Um, they are constantly getting ideas, over consuming, reading every book. Um, watching every how to YouTube video and webinar they could get their hands on, right? Mm-hmm. And this, and then I deal with people who, who act off a short burst of motivation. They're, they're called sleepwalkers. They're literally sleepwalking aimlessly, just throwing any dart that they can, but they burn themselves out. So to prevent that, right? To prevent that, I created this program based off of those pain points of what I went through, because I was a dream catcher. Um, I was overcalculated. And then I had other clients who were the opposite. They were just going, they, they see a Gary V video. They see a Les Brown or ET. I'm motivated, man, but motivation doesn't last. Habits do. So Ooh. literally, Nugget. what the, thank you, man. Literally what the program does is slow down there. Let's walk through this. So every 30 days, it, it pretty much unloads a new, um, module. And it walks them through a very short, concise, straight-to-the-point um, exercise. And then they have a exercise that is attached for each module. So as you're learning, you're applying. So as long as you do the work.
0: And this is to build their company.
1: Yes, from the ground up. Or reshape it. So if there's somebody who doesn't have structure and wants to apply structure, it walks them through. Walks them through on how to start a business, how to legally register it. The whole nine how, how do to you, determine their unique zone proposition and so forth.
0: How do you feel about the <laughs> when you say all that, how do you feel when it comes down to looking at each department and giving titles and creating the hierarchies of those divisions of pillars within the company? what do you what do you teach on
1: that? As far as like uh
0: how are you titles? It, whether it's roles, is there hierarchies, do you believe in do you create systems as for looking at, for example, the sales department and saying, okay, obviously looking at matching what the product and services to the sales strategy and then going through the checklist of is there management in place? Is it just yourself? you know, is, you know how, how do you how do you go about that part of of, uh, of teaching?
1: Um, as far as so that's in the last module. That's called the system of operations. Okay. Um, the systems of operations walks you through. So after you get your marketing, your legal infrastructure, like how to protect yourself, mm-hmm. your your how to make money, like how to create a cash flow. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the biggest things that a lot of people love in my program is that it teaches them how to overcome the main killer of most businesses. Um you know that that first thing they talk about nine out of ten businesses fell within the first 18 months Mm -hmm. and 70 percent are either work deprived and never get started Mm -hmm. and the reason is because they don't have a sense of direction or they don't have a profitable business model and so what it does is it teaches them all those different things how to market and, and so forth like how to wisely choose a platform you know and gives them tools but the systems of operations brings all of that together on how to deliver what does it look like when you deliver so you know for instance one of the things i didn't do in the beginning of my journey is i had a business number however i didn't put on my website because i don't want to talk on the phone to people but if you put it up there expect people to call you you know um that it gets that down to that for instance uh, another thing um how do you, can like for instance, I had a client, he was controlled by his other clients, right? And pretty much the client was making it seem like he worked for him. But I said, it starts in the beginning when you set the tone. So are you presenting, because we're visual learners. So sales presentations are important versus just talking on the phone and just explaining to yourself. People want to see, they don't, that sounds good, but I don't want to hear all that sweet talk shit. You know, people want to see what can you do for me? They only care about W uh, their special um, radio station WFM. What's or WIFM? What's in it for me? You know, that's all they care about. They don't care about me or you. I'm just the catalyst. I'm nothing more. So, as far as titles hierarchy, I think that I don't like titles. I think that more so the activity because I had titles that were lower in the workplaces do this. I personally spoke to managers that told me this, that was cool with they give titles, but really you're going to be doing more work beyond that title. Now you're doing like three or four jobs before it was less. So the economy got smarter and giving you the roles of performing three jobs that somebody normally would get paid. So they pay you less to work even more, you know, more hours and so forth. So people who trade time for money, That's a huge thing, systems. So I don't trade my time for money because I was used to being deprived of it, right? Um, So how do you control your time? When you're a solopreneur somebody's just starting up, that's all you have is 24 hours of energy. So you have to maximize that. So the importance of having that is how do you create a system that allows you to serve more people, not give away all your time to one client or two clients, but to serve multiple and serve them diligently. And so that's why I created the automated program because I wanted to serve more people. But it's not just for anyone. It's for people who are disciplined. It's for people who are um, focused and ready versus people who are just looking to consume the next trending So these are
0: for like young uh, startup business owners, CEOs of companies that want to take it from one level to the next and just get that foundation and structure. That's what you're there for.
1: Exactly. And more so... Really, you that's what my vision is. My vision really is to help see... Uh, I could help the the high-peak people, you know, millionaires and, and different people. I have the, the background, I have the knowledge, and I have different experiences. But I'd rather work with the underdog, because th- that is our future. So, if I can help, if I can help instill foundations in these leaders, because people don't quit jobs, they quit bad leaders. So, If I could help these people create the economy and moving forward, we have an equal effect because now they can say, because of this, I was able to do this. And so I want to just help instill and change one person that can change others. I got people that help position from, you know, personal trainers that are now, you know, life coaching and overseas, you know, that came from Connecticut and literally are out in different countries and they're serving other people. You know, it always goes back to the foundation because I don't just I take a holistic approach. I don't know if I mentioned that. Yeah, it's about the operation, the information, but it's a holistic approach. So I'm just helping you ask the right questions inside of you so that you can kind of get what is your mission? Like, how do you create a mission? Well, who do you want to serve? What what do you what do you find what you're doing that's going to help is going to help improve a problem? solve a problem or create an experience.
0: And you know what you just reminded me of, and I have to say this because I've learned so much from him and you know, I'm gonna introduce you to him one day. He's an amazing person and mentor of mine, Jim Fann, and He said something and I'll ask you and I'll pass the knowledge, he said, Danny, what's the most important symbol in the world? Would you know that answer?
1: Oh yeah, it's my symbol, I wear a necklace with it. It's the globe. The hand holding the globe because the world's in your hand. And
0: guess what he says? It's the question mark. Because asking great questions is so important to understanding what is going on. Whether it's a person's mentality, whether it's in the situation of perception, it's very important to communication to get to where you want to go because that's where wisdom and learning can happen from those type of questions, so I think you hit the nail on the head Vince, and I really think that people can learn from you for me. I was able to watch that within our company to be able to build people up through empowerment and giving opportunity to you know to lead to a direction to a vision it's It's definitely a certain recipe, and you hit the nail on the head once again. People don't quit jobs, they quit leaders. And when they follow somebody who leads you, it's a very, it's not a, a hierarchy thing. It's more of we're in this together thing. And it's going to benefit everybody in different ways, whether it's spiritually, financially, and, and whatnot. But it really comes down to the fact that we're all in it together. That type of energy and business is very important running companies that I've seen, And I know that there's a lot of things within that foundation and systems that you're saying that people really benefit from. My question to you is, what does this cost for the entrepreneur or or the business owner?
1: As far as the program itself? Yeah. Well, currently right now for that program, um, and I normally don't share prices. I don't like people to focus on cost versus value. Um, Fair enough. But I did a special for the program. Um, so it's four payments of $415
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, to get into the, uh, the CBS Academy of Business. Mm-hmm. But I really like to talk to the person, interview them, um, or have them fill it out so I can see what makes the most sense because I have three, two other programs. I have one on one coaching still available. It just depends on where that person is and if it makes sense. And then I also have a community that I'm going to be launching very soon. Um, Which is like a membership type? Would that be like
0: a membership type, the community? Is that again? Would the membership uh, be, would the community be more like a membership?
1: Yes. Cool. Yeah. So um, pretty much it's a a community, similar kind of like what we went through. Mm -hmm. Um, However, it's more focused and geared on, Walking people through their business and kind of giving that community. I think that all of us are in search for community, myself included. Mm-hmm. Um, which you so mentioned to me before. That's where I think that, you know, a leader is nothing without a community, sir. And a community is nothing without somebody to provide. So I want to create a community that can be based off those merits to help people have opportunities to foster relationships like you and I did. Um, Be able to access rich resources and strategic partnerships or even sales opportunities, you Mm -hmm. know, um, that's what a community is about. And also rich knowledge, you know, so that they can help them wherever they're at in their journey. So I'm almost done wrapping that up. Um, And then that's my big project that I'm launching this year. Um, But right now, that's the intro cost for, you know, the CBS Academy of Business will walk you through. Beautiful.
0: Um, Yeah. And and I guess as for you what how do you set your goals these days
2: how how you
0: how you how you analyzing that
1: so everything is based off of purpose-based um I have to start with a why so like I learned about creative types um I learned about personality types and so I'm more of a merchant innovator type of person and so there's a banker That's an information-based person. There's a power builder. This is somebody who likes to build through powers of communities. And then there's a, uh, what do you call it? A merchant who's purposeful thought leader. They can't do anything if it's it's missing a purpose. That's why jobs, even though it pays a great amount of money, it just wouldn't fulfill me. I can't do it. Mm. Uh, And then innovator, creative. They like to create and innovate things versus just consume. That's why I don't just consume anything. So... The type of person I am is I'm an innovative merchant. So I create with a purpose systems. Um, And then I like community. So that's my third story. Uh, These are the things I learned from powerful leaders like, you know, Peter Boog and and, and Gerard and and people of that nature, you know, they help raise your standards. And so I do the same passing on to the people I coach. Um, But literally, Innovator, I would say I, I set my goals based off of this. So the four disciplines, I learned something from a book and pretty much there's something called setting a goal that can make the 80, 20 percent, you know, Pareto's law, the 80, 20, you know, usually it's that one goal that will make the biggest difference. However, we can't control our destination. We can control what we do to get there. So my goals are based in installments of habits that we'll do So if I want to lose 50 pounds, I need to have 50-pound weight-lossing habits. For example, running every day, uh, eating certain things, and and things of that nature. So I set my goals based off of purpose um, and and creating habits versus like destinations. So I'll have a big goal and break into little pieces. That's so interesting,
0: man. That's so interesting. And it's cool. It's really just what works for you. I feel like if that's the recipe that you go ahead and to move forward and reach your progress, that's just inspiring to hear. And it leads me into our, our, our next segment that I wanted to really dive into is that growth mindset that you're on, man, and, and how you live that rich life. And, and the mentality of rich that I definitely had growing up as a hungry entrepreneur and wanting to, to reach that millions of dollar status and, you know, multi-millionaire definitely resonated with me. And it comes down to that rich and fulfillment, which we keep getting back to, even as you're making a lot of money, because that doesn't have to necessarily, like you said, it's part of the one of the factors of human want is that financial freedom. But there's a reason for it, because it's the word freedom. So my question to you comes down to the fact of what have you been doing with your growth mindset of how you keep this mindset going forward every day with how you run your business how you run your life and look at the macros of your arenas called your business your your life your personal and all the different pillars your relationships your spouse your family your hobbies your passions how, how you where are you on your journey with mindset? Sure
1: Um, I'm in a place, very spiritual journey of, so I'll, I'll tell you, um, one of the things I learned, um, was the importance of principles. So I made these principles, um, where I was challenged by a mentor of mine to create some. And so about five years ago, I created these, uh, these, uh, principles to help guide me. Um, and they say behind every principle is a promise. So these principles. Principles help guide me into how I uh, walk my life. So, along with that is really the morning routine, different things. So, like, I can't control anything. So, as far as goals, and I hope that answers your goal question, um, as far as how I set goals, you know, I pretty much take a big goal and break it into pieces, but it has to be a meaningful goal that starts with a why. But as far as um, for what you're talking about, my life has really evolved around fulfillment like what you were saying that's a huge part of my life and it's the same journey just to make an impact um, I, I believe we all have a purpose to serve on earth and I feel like I found mine and I, I think my uh, purpose is to help others find theirs and hold them accountable and help them guide towards it so as far as like power mindset um, the things I do is really my morning ritual um, that I learned that I got from a mentor of mine. Um, Peter who, where he introduced me to Elrod in the Miracle Morning. And so the Miracle Morning is about restarting every day. No matter what yesterday was, no matter what happened, whether good or bad, you restart every day Mm -hmm. from zero. And so it's meditation. It's it's how you show up for the day. Because how you show up for the day is going to dictate how you show up for the rest. You can't control what happens to you. So I don't, I'm not too accessible to the road. My phone, my family hates this. Uh, I keep my phone, do not disturb, no notifications. I don't, you know, because i rather control when I interact. Maybe I might not be in the right mind to interact with someone. Or maybe their energy may be off. And I need to be in a place where I'm able to not personally take it in, but I'm able to control how I respond. Because it's not about what happens to you in your day. We can't control what happens. It's about how we respond to it. So, to be in the best shape of doing that and to respond to life, I make sure I clear my mind out. Clear my mind, spark my mind, start my day as my model. You know, meditation, exercise. You know, running. That that helps me clear my mind. Listen to a book or something inspirational, whether it's a YouTube video or reading an audio book while I run. That helps me spark my mind. And then going based off the plan helps me start my day accordingly. And then I go from there.
0: It sounds like you're just consistent, too. You're, you're doing this consistently. You're in this type of mentality that it's just you're in a flow state, that you're consistent, consistently doing what you're saying, and you're creating uh, an abundance for yourself. And you're pretty much manifesting. And I Maybe touch a little bit on, on the word manifesting. I, I used to hear it a lot growing up, and I believe I'm a manifester because I believe in energy and the universe and and spirituality and in alignment with god and and that's my beliefs where are you with that
1: i have a very strong uh, faith base so like a lot of what i say because i can say a lot of stuff on here right um but to to really like shape you and to to really get a deeper connection with whoever's listening to this based off of those things as far as starting my day And I do a lot of helping people and coaching behind the scenes. But I kinda am nonchalant, never always somebody who puts a lot of things out there. Like uh so I I think that when I talk about certain things, I end up so I talk to somebody too. So like during that round one playing, I'll talk to some of my friends and things like that. But uh as far as manifestation goes, um my main thing is based off a commitment of little habits that are very manageable and well, easy to do. Cause I think that if you do something easy, you can continuously do it over and over again, as long as it's an input that is going to bring you further along. So baby steps are okay. I, I believe Chris Gardner said this baby steps are okay as long as they're forward. So I'm a huge advocate of taking baby steps, but Taking leaps in your mind of your way of thinking, thinking abundantly, abundantly versus scarcity minded. I do not like being around scarcity minded individuals. So, like, I think that as far as as far as like how I think, creative, like literally creating the type of day I want. Like one of the things I learned from my mentor. Remember we talked about the question mark? Um, That actually is a great symbol. I I like. I want to hear more about. uh, You said Jim Fannin? Jim Fannin, yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to hear a lot more about him after this. Um, he sounds very interesting. I want to hear about a lot because I usually love asking questions. I'm very, I'm rarely in a place where I'm being asked the question, so it's like, uh, it's like great. I'm, I'm always, I think, likes an interview. You're always talking to somebody. You're always going to be so I'm open to talking. You know, this is me, whether I'm talking to my friends or anyone. So I try to just be me consistently. But anyway. As far as manifestation goes and and, and whatnot i'm all about connecting with people um so on the internet my goal is just to reach out and talk to people while somebody's doing other things i'm also connecting with people and just adding value talking to the creative community startup community um inspiring sparks of inspiration so that they can at least start and then really just building connections adding value to the people that i serve and that's that's what uh that's what gets me amped up. is to be able to serve somebody every day.
2: I love that. I love that, man. Really, it, directing it shows... myself
1: with what does a great day look like for me, you know, and that's pretty much how it looks for me. But I it love changes.
0: it. I love it, and it shows who who you are. You know, people could see that realness in you, and that's kind of who I want to connect with. And I really wanted to find people who have these high performance businesses. Have this high performance mentality of being able to reach their goals and dreams, and then in return, be able to pass the knowledge to people who want to do the same. Now, my plans for this show is simply just having these amazing conversations. Yes, it could formally be called an interview, it to me is just knowledge that I'm, I'm receiving, and we're also being able to, to transmit. And I think the next step is just figuring out how to keep elevating. And for me, you know, how I view this life and it's just defining that why of what gets you to that spark every day where you're getting to that next level. And you're not only just talking about it that and living in that abundance, but you're being about it and you're locked in. And at that point, I was having a powerful conversation yesterday, we'll definitely have some of those ladies on this show, is just a matter of the power of alignment and surrendering and the sense of not forcing things to come to your life, let it come to you. But the most important thing is a lot of reality of those actions and that commitment and the intention. Because when you get to that level, you just start becoming a painter. And, and when things come your way, you figure a way around them. You, you you learn to smarten up. And that's what I want to get out of this show and what I want to learn from you. And the mentality of, of Millionaire Voices came in 2014 when I was just graduating Florida State University and just knew that that name would come back to me one day. And it arrived. And it arrived yeah. and I don't, I'm not calling it the perfect name. I'm calling it something that I just gravitated to because I wanted to be a millionaire. And you know what? i reached that status. And you know what? I have a lot more aspirations in my life because you know what? What you said and I want to point on is maintain. Uh, there's one thing about making money, but then there's another thing of growing your money. Because if you preserve it and maintain it, it will it doesn't grow and you're going to end up spending it unless you're just keeping it at a medium. So And I didn't want to take that out of context, what you're saying, because I know what you meant is just being able to run the well-oiled systems continuously, but that doesn't take away from the fact that you want to grow. it, And and that's not just for the financial freedoms and that's not just for the point of life, because I like what you say and who you are. You're really about purpose and and serving and everything following. For me, I was able to build a nine-figure sales team where that mentality flourished, Serve first, everything follows. So, what we were mentioning about building a nine figure business and what it takes and the leadership qualities that you give to your team, it really comes down to that why and understanding why you're doing what you're doing. And, you know, it's just really interesting to me to hear from you today, Vince, of just understanding. Someone who's operating at a high level, who has made a lot of money, who's running a high performance business, who's gonna continue serving the world and doing a lot of amazing things. I'm looking forward to having you on the show in the future to see where things are at and really do a check back in with you to see if you went ahead and created that reality for yourself along with just the progress and what your mission is. So really just want you to, expand on where you where you think for your potential of what your why is how that really drives you and and how what's the definition of it for you
1: sure and um thanks for the kind words and anytime man i would love to come back uh my journey um since it started even five years ago is still the same um my why is to help people discover their purpose while fulfilling my own. Um, I love helping people to discover their dreams, their passions, their purpose. And I think that's my, I think that's what God has taught me and revealed to me that that's what my purpose is is help others, you know, really ungravel what their purposes are and to help guide and be a catalyst in, in their journey of where they're looking to go.
2: Wow.
1: Um, and, I'm very grateful to be able to serve, to be in that position. And um, I don't plan to retire from it. Um, I love mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. I do. Uh have been doing it until they throw dirt on me or it no longer makes sense. Um, mm-hmm, and, you know, the only thing that I think the toughest thing in this journey is It's like you gotta protect your dream. They talk about protecting your dreams. Tell them to the wrong people. You heard that? Don't never tell big dreams to a small mind. I think that the toughest thing is finding the right people. Um, and so, if I can help it, I'm always on a, a, a journey to raise my standards as I go forward, while raising others, but also making sure that I'm measuring not just quantitative. Or qualitative people that I serve like my program. Who I coach is not for everyone. It's not for the dabbler. It's not for the overnight success. It's for the person who genuinely wants to make a change and where they're at in their journey, and just really just needs that push, just that little push, that little tap to kind yeah. of get them going. That's and so. Beautiful, man. As long as they want to work and grind and, and, and push themselves, I'm here to serve. That's it. I don't care about money. I don't care about anything like that. I don't care about the fancy stuff. If you look on my profile, you will not see any fancy stuff. There's nothing wrong with it. It comes with it. My main thing is creating a lifestyle of purpose and fulfillment. And that's what fulfills me.
0: I love it, Vince. And I- I'm really happy that we're now we're friends in my book. And uh I, I really want to see how we can help each other because I believe in what you're doing. As for seeing how you can help the businesses. I would love to learn more. I'm very interested. And what I could do and and what I would like the opportunity one day is help sell those programs, because I believe in great quality stuff like that, that could actually help entrepreneurs or people who are trying to take their business to the next level. They want to get from that seven figure to the eight figure. And then you want to see what it looks like to do over 100 million. And it also comes down to the fact of just living a happy, fulfilled life, because the money, like you said, it might go to go to your ge- generations, or or your charities, or your family goals, but it really comes down to what legacy you're gonna leave, and how you're gonna and how big you want to do it. And to me, you're someone who's really setting the bar, setting the standard for this millennial generation who really wants to do well. We're at that pivotal point now where it's we're taking that next leadership role the gerard adams of the world have now sold their elite dailies for 50 million plus and now built their next ventures and watching these people just really really do good for this world but are also great at what they do and marketing and, and me uh me billy jean yesterday on clubhouse and us now shouting each other out on social just showing how we, how quickly we can all tap into each other and connect and network and all that. So I really know that this show brought a lot of gold nuggets, it brought a lot of energy, it brought a lot a lot of realness and someone like you is who we need. People who are good at business but are good people and they want to go ahead and help this capitalistic society that we live in because currency is what rules this capitalistic society we're in, but it comes down to the fact of that emotional currency we know is very important on the journey. So if we could really just be aware of it all, have tactics, have strategies, know how to prevent burnouts from people who've been burnt out, I'll be honest, I took the year off. i made it to the top in my mentality and I said, you know what, I'm tired. I'm tired. There's some things of expectations that didn't align perfectly of my vision. When you have that perfect little bow around things and you hold it with so much emotion, it'll get flipped on its head. Cause when this pandemic. i ask
1: you something about that though. Cause that's a big thing that you just said. Yeah. And I want to just, uh, I know we're wrapping up, but I just want to, because that does happen. And I've been in situations where life has happened for me and I'm sure we can relate on this when I say what I'm about to say. You still had that foundation to keep it going while you slowed down because of course. I went through a major breakup in, in the past and that, you know, it was a 10 year relationship. Oh, wow. So it was a huge, crazy moment for me. However, I still had to show up, but I did not, I didn't do anything for a full year. I had to get my, because a lot of stuff of what I do and you can probably say the same. It's all mental. Success is 90%. I know they say 80. I say it's 90% psychology and 10% strategy because we all got the answers. It's about the mental and the standards to to get there. And I think that having the right community, working with leaders, listening to podcasts like this are what is going to enable you to tap into the right psychology versus just having the right answer to get there.
0: No, thank yeah. thank you for that. You hit the nail you hit the nail on the head again, Vince, and that's what we're about, and that's why I wanted to create this show, not for it's my show. It's it's the movement, it's that mentality, and it was supposed to be called Rich Voices, but Millionaire Voices, and it'll get there. But because I understand that that rich is inside you, and and it, and it has to do with other definitions of riches, relationships, or your career, or The ways that you define you know your experiences but in reality the goal is just reaching the potential that you got and it's for this world it's not just for you and it's to make sure that you don't do a disservice by not giving the world your gifts and i've been through many phases in my life that i'm able to now have gone through both amazing and trials and tribulations where I feel like I could tell that person or that business owner, and I feel like if I could bring people like you onto this show, we really could do a lot of good. So I know that this is going to do well in the sense of it already happened because we already are given our time, our intention, and our commitment. So we know the recipe. Now, marketing, good business foundation, and strategies may see a lot more viewers, but People are going to watch this grow and they're going to be like, wow, they said that and they weren't playing around because we've done did it. It's not like we're reinventing the wheel. We know how to build companies. It comes down to the fact of where are you at as a leader running your high performance organization or organizations which encompasses you being your whole life, how you run your life. And it's been an honor and a real privilege to learn from someone like you who we feel like we're on that 33% are 33% of people on your level and then 33% you're being mentored by and 33% you're mentoring because the best way you learn is by saying the knowledge and passing it is besides just memorizing it or visualizing it or writing it. So there's gonna be a lot of things moving forward. So I'm looking forward to connect with you, man. I guess let's wrap up this, this segment to let people really follow you and and see what you're about maybe give us a, a little heat to to end this uh really amazing conversation that one where people can find you and two what you want to let people know out there that is on your heart
1: absolutely man first of all I, I want to thank you for having me on here Two. Us connecting. I don't believe in coincidences. I think that this is just the start of many big things. Um, and generally mean that, um, like I think that there's going to be something we, we talked about this already. Something's going to come out of this, whether it was just an interview or connecting on a project. But I, I see big things, uh, to come and a couple of things that got to mind that we'll share and, you know, explore, you know, I'm sure a little later on as we talk more behind the scenes, but, uh, You can follow me at um, Vince E. Hill uh, on Instagram um, for constant inspiration and and some tips and strategies. And as far as what I want to tell people um, that's on my mind is to really follow your gut, follow your instinct and don't trap your dreams inside, you know, settling for comfort. Um, Really start and create from within like this show is starting out in something that started with a vision in 2014 and look at it. It's a reality. I believe in the law of attraction. You should too, you know, what you, your thoughts are going to be real. So, you know, um, have those standards for yourself to start and begin somewhere in your journey, you know, whether it's making an investment, whether it's, uh, you know, taking that first step find somebody to teach you and help you take it, you know, create, build, sustain in all you do. Um, and And Danny, thank you again for having me.
0: Awesome, Vince. It's been a pleasure. I'm looking forward to seeing your journey evolve. And I know that you've done amazing things by just getting on this because it's going to reach a lot of people and they're going to learn so much from you, man. And I'm looking forward to really connecting, like you said, offline and helping grow the businesses and grow the mentality, grow the movement and... Let's just keep going. And what I used to say, and I still do say to this day, is just all the way to the top, man.
1: Absolutely, brother. Thank you, man. Thank Let's you. unite people, you know, versus segregate, which is a huge thing going on. Like, simply connect with somebody. I connected with Danny. We were in the same group. And, like, I, it's a blessing to be connected with you. And if you haven't, make sure you reach out to Danny, you know, because... He has a lot of gems. I know he was interviewing me. I would love to interview you um, <laughs> and learn more about your journey because it's amazing from what I've learned about you. So thank you once again, and um, yeah, let's definitely set something up to connect. I'll I'll inbox you and uh, we'll go from there. All right,
0: cool, man. Well, uh, you know what? While you're on, we might we might end this segment, but I might as well just say an outro, uh, and what we'll, we'll, we'll add this in is. Thanks for tuning in. Really, thanks for believing in what we're doing, how we're trying to help people, being for entrepreneurs out there, business owners out there who want to take their business to the next level. I wanted to bring on powerhouses. Vince Hill is a powerhouse. He has a story and he has a credibility behind him with realness. You want people who want to help you. So I'm going to continue getting people to this show that have these types of mindsets and strategies and really experience that could tell us something or tell you something that you could take your business to the next level thanks for tuning in subscribe and we'll see you guys next week